three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast, Shannon. Hey, what up, Ash? So good to be here, bro. Good to have you. Good to um, be here, man. To introduce you to the audience, who do you say you are? Ah, <laughs> the question is, who do you say I am? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just, I'm just a a, a a man, man that's just trying to get this get this life right. And I get it jacked up. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. Um, I'm just a lover of people. Um, I have a funny way of showing it, but I just really do love people and and love the human spirit and believe deeply in the human spirit. And um, you know, just here to share that that kind of positive message as many places as I possibly can. I like that. Yeah, it it's funny um, just knowing how we how I met you because I think meeting you through the prayer line and also meeting you in person at one of the men's retreat is mm-hmm. like is great to put um, a voice to a face and be mm-hmm. like okay that that's where it comes from and initially when I met you I was like he has a funny way of showing it like when when you speak with that strong tone it's like man this guy must not like me but then you see the 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 man in person and it's like this is a good man and really love from the heart and sometimes they say it's not sometimes you've got to hear the message not in the tone in which you're interpreting it but with what the words actually mean and and the intention behind it mm mm-hmm. mhm mhm no, I like that. Um, it is, you know, I get that a lot, Ash. I got it today. Um, and uh, it's like, it's it's almost like um, having a, a text conversation. There's mm-hmm. no context. Right. So um, let's say I remember the first time, I don't even know where, what, like what platform it up. It was like a chat room or something, like an AOL chat room. And uh, I was t- I was uh, typing in all caps, but <laughs> I, I had just by mistakenly, you know, by mistake, just hit, hit the caps, you know, caps lock or something. And then somebody was like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, everybody calm down. I'm not I'm not yelling. I'm just I'm just talking. Right. And I didn't know that all caps meant, you know emphasis or, or, or raising of a voice or a tone. And so um, I thought that was funny, but it speaks to um, um, the, the need for human interaction mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and being able to utilize all the senses to, to, to experience that. So sometimes it's not just good to just uh, see somebody like in this platform, like uh, from, you know, on technology, right. it's good to be able to sit down and touch someone or hug them or shake their hand, uh, be face to face, look at the intention, look at the body language, look at the, hear the voice inflection and um, to get the complete picture. But we oftentimes make a judgment um, that takes us down. And, and look, 
the judgment's not bad, eh? Mm-hmm. What's bad is the narratives that go along with the judgment. Mm-hmm. We start, we start as humans, we'll start, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll decide that someone doesn't like somebody based on a tone of a text. It's like, a good point. I don't, I don't like you or dislike you. I don't even know you. So how can I, how can I be a, a particular way uh, based on how do you do, extrapolate that from just my tone? Right. And so um, I'm learning. It took me a while. I don't even know if I still have it all. It took me a while to just get to a point where I was just um, uh, able to just allow a, 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 an organic development of an interaction with a human being and seeing them for who they are. Hmm. It's almost impossible to do. That's true. And I guess to that point, not everybody's willing or, yes, willing to to do that because it, it takes a little bit more effort to want to understand someone rather than form a judgment or a narrative based on like a clip or a moment in time where it's just like this happened this must be what they were thinking and then Mm. it's like you you kind of write it you one could write out an entire story an entire history of like this is this person's background based off of this one interaction but it's to your point more recently and just over the past few years, I've, I've really tried to get to know myself a bit better. And that's really opening me up to where other people may be coming from instead of just a, a lot of times, I think people talk about their, their fathers or you see dad is like, Oh, the bad guy, like, why is he always stern? And then mom's always nice, but it's like one isn't good. And the other isn't bad. Like there's, there's reasons, but like you said, being able to spend time with someone and kind of get to know the person, you kind of helps you separate the emotions or use your emotions in a different way to say, okay, like what I thought wasn't kind of like the end all be all. It's not always just like you could meet somebody when they're having their worst day and that just gets, that's just that memory. But like, if you're willing to have that time, have the dialogue and just continue to develop and meet people and and kind of give them a chance. It really helps to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So very true. Very, very true. So I hope I, did I answer your question? Yeah, you you did. You did. It's funny because um, in knowing you and and kind of seeing your background, I know that marriage is a big thing for you. Like Mm -hmm. how was it, how was it for you either before you got married or in the course of just like we talked about having to deal with how people perceived you and just becoming a different person over the, like the past few years, like what has that process kind of done for you? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm once again, I'm a lover of people. Um, and, uh, it, it is my heart's desire to not, especially with men, but women as well, to not have people. Um, this is my, surely is my second marriage. So although my dating experience with my former wife was a, was a normal, good dating experience, which was, which was made us decide to get married. Right. And then, um, 
but the marriage was short and it, and trying to navigate the space of being married and everything that comes along with that. I, I mean, I was, I was afraid, deathly afraid of failing at that. Mm. And um, so when I did fail and I had that kind of self-fulfilling prophecy, I experienced that self-fulfilling prophecy. It, it became um, almost like a quest of mine, even though I'm not perfect. My marriage isn't perfect. Um, I don't believe that I know everything about marriage, but it became so important for me to help people figure it out. And I realized that most of the problems that I was having in marriage were coming from me. Um, and if I focused on those things, that my interaction with Shirley uh, would be a more fruitful and productive uh, and amenable uh, interaction right. because it's not going to be perfect. And so I, I said, okay, I, I figured out it's me. Mm -hmm. And if I get me together, at least half of the equation will be right. 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 Or, or close to right. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, so now, if she did that on her end, now we got a good-looking uh, opportunity to solve the problem of, or not the problem of, but, you know, solve the equation of, you know, marital bliss. Like, if she's right. focusing on her and I'm focusing on me. And so this, so now we are on this quest for, for marriage enrichment, getting people to get it and understand it, to understand each other. Mm -hmm. To understand that it doesn't, it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be absolutely right. But if you give it a chance, um, if you give each other a chance, mm -hmm. um, you know, it'll work itself out. So that kind of growth and progression has changed me in that more often than not, especially from the prayer line, mm -hmm. from initial interactions, it takes people a while to get to understand Shannon or even want to be, be able to want to bother with me mm -hmm. because initially you either like me or you don't. And then by God's grace, if, if you, if you, if you get a chance to spend some time with me or I get a chance to spend some time with you, mm -hmm. I can show that I'm really have a heart for your heart. I, I don't have a lot of uh, um, patience for your bullshit, <laughs> but I have a lot of heart for your heart. Right. And, you know, I just much, you know, and you know what, Ash, let me tell you a quick thing. You yeah. know what that story, you know where that comes from? Where? Uh, it comes from my, it, it's the trauma response. Mm -hmm. It comes from, I used to, there were women in my life that I really, really liked, right? I mm -hmm. really liked them. And, um, and I let them know that mm -hmm. I liked them. And they would say things like, oh, you're like a brother Ooh. or, um, or, you know, you know, we're, we're friends, you know, we're like, we're friends. And in my mind, I'm like, well, isn't that kind of, don't you want to be in a relationship with your friend? Like, right, right. That's, <laughs> that's who you want to be with. Right. But, but what they were saying was, I'm not that into you or I'm not into you like that. Yeah. But they never said it. Yeah. And I would not have spent I had this naivete, uh, a, a naive approach to 
you know, dating and relationships and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, eventually they'll come around. I, you know, I don't think I'm an unattractive guy and mm-hmm. I'm a good friend. So maybe they'll get around to wanting to be in a relationship with me. And none of those relationships ever worked. Out. None of those things ever came into fruition. Mm. But I but I developed this thing like I wish they would have just been honest. Right. Just tell me you don't like me. I can do something with that. Right. Right. I know what you know. Hey, you don't like me. Everybody doesn't. I'm, everybody's not for everybody. I, I get it. But if you just kind of they neighbor, I can't say that they led me on. Right. But they just left it vague and foggy. Mm-hmm. And because of that vague and foggy space. I lingered hoping with feelings, hoping that there could be a possibility that something could occur, you know, a relationship could develop from this. Right. So, like, I remember um, when I when I met Shirley. So I got I was divorced for maybe a year, Mm -hmm. maybe a year. And um, and I met Shirley. I said, the next woman that I date, I'm going to be butt naked. Absolutely brutally honest. And I just, I remember telling her everything. Mm. I told her, Hey, I said, I have bad credit. I'm not good with money. I got a porn addiction. I got like everything that there was negative to say, Mm -hmm. I was going to let her know. And then I was going to give her an opportunity to choose whether or not to be with me or not. This is first day. um, this no, it wasn't the first day. It was just like the first kind of, cause we were around each other all the time. So we got you a, a lot. Mm-hmm. So we would have, you know, just conversations. We were sitting and eating dinner or uh, going out for a walk or just our interactions. Gotcha. I would gotcha. just yeah. give up information. And if she asked me a direct question, I would answer her like directly. Mm. And, um, you know, some of it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's a, lo- a lot of the directness that you hear from me. Mm-hmm. Is It comes from that. I just can't have. I don't have any toleration for bullshit. Just tell me. Right. And I can do something with that. If you if you don't like me, I can do something with that. Yeah. But if you're if you're vague and you're acting like you like me, but you're not acting like me, but you're secretly talking to people and telling them you don't like me and all that, like right. I don't have any patience for that. So that is kind of what helped to to make me as direct as I am. I is, like is I the really pain. The pain of being rejected, bro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when you speak about that pain, that's something I I can identify with. And, and something to that extent, I think it was either last year or the year before that, Some a friend shared with me this book called No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. And it, it was kind of speaking about the same, essentially that. And I think I've, I've learned to appreciate about you, like, being honest because it's like when you when as a nice person where if someone isn't clear with you but you kind of go along with it you're you're kind of um you you can be held accountable in a Mm -hmm. similar way even if it's like one of those if someone strikes you and you retaliate usually the person that retaliates is the person that gets caught it's kind of Mm -hmm. a strange analogy Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. When you were telling me that, I thought about that book because it, it talks about just this idea of if you do if you do everything right, then your needs will be met. But mm-hmm. 
but it's like you may be better off still seeking to do things right, but also communicating what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And if someone isn't willing to let you know what they want, then it kind of it gives you an indicator, even if they don't say like, I don't want this. If they're not telling you like up front and just frank, it's like they're kind of telling you without telling you. So mm-hmm. you're better off going with that rather than just be like, well, maybe if I hang around mm-hmm. and just kind of linger and this, it's like, and then when you look back on it and really ask yourself like, okay, what role did I play in this? Like it, it unfolds and it can be one of those things where it's vicious. Of course, there's heartbreak and things like that, but mm-hmm. I've learned to, through reading that, to study, to spending time on the line listening to you, having some conversations with you. It's that getting to the heart of it and knowing that you have a heart for people is it it really helps. Like when you say cutting through, like a lot Mm. of times somebody can just be like, it could say things that sound nice and fluffy, but like, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't address the concern, Mm -hmm. it's all, it's all BS. It's just, it's just all it's like yeah that's nice like this this person came in they said this they said that but then it's like you kind of sit back and you think it's like wait what did they say like (laughs) what happened okay like what's different now than like a year like a few years gone by like nothing's changing and then like instead of sitting there blaming yourself for like wanting this person that you don't have to want harm from someone Mm -hmm. in order to get like in order to just get down to the bare to the bare bones. And I, I guess like you say, sometimes it's like when you go right to it, people are like, whoa, 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 weren't you gonna like soften the blow or tell me? It's like, no, no, no. We're 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 not here for that. Like if you want that, like you can go talk to this person, you can go talk to that person. Like my older brother's kind of the same way. It's like certain people know that they can't say something to me because he's the same way. He's like, I don't, I don't deal with that. But then sometimes I I try and tell him, I'm like, you might have to deal with a little bit, but it's like, (laughs) but, but then when I think back on it, I'm like, you may have a point because it's, it's like someone wasn't ready. And then for me, like I might get some of that. um, I've maybe put up with a lot more than I should. So like somebody might try to manipulate me a little bit easier because they're like, Oh, this person's calm. He's, nice, harmless, and like learning to shed away that layer is become, it's become eye-opening to where I'm like, I can be nice, I can be kind, but I I have to be honest about why I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't hold anyone hostage without telling them like, hey, these are my intentions. And like you said, just Mm -hmm. be butt booty naked and just say like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. As you build a relationship, as you as you build a rapport, but like allow someone to choose what it is that they'll accept or what it is that they'll reject. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that something's wrong with you or something's wrong with them. It's just everything isn't always meant to just go along to get along, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the danger though is framing the, the danger is framing it as being nice. Right. Like you're just being like, I don't think that most people, you know, we understand, you know, 
just being around the prayer line and stuff like that, you understand the disc assessment, you understand either being a D or a gorilla. Mm-hmm. And most people that fall within that category, when described as mean, mm-hmm. don't see themselves as mean. They actually, I actually get quite offended. Right. Or, or taken aback, like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm mean? I don't, I don't see myself as being mean. I don't feel like I'm being mean. I, I'm just being, right? And, and what they're doing is they're just being who they are. Right. And who they are is direct. Hmm. Now, that comes off as mean to people who are not wired that way. Mm-hmm. But when you can just accept now, when I meet it, when I meet a person who comes, who has a direct way of, of dealing with me, mm-hmm. uh, it, I, I usually am able to discern that right away and go ahead and deal with them based on who they are. So I'm direct. Mm-hmm. Like I get right to it even more so than I would normally. Right. And, um, and the only time it doesn't happen that way is when I'm when I'm really in the need of of, of support. Mm. And it might be something that I don't get or I don't understand uh, or something like that. Right. And I'm like, you know, like I really need help. Mm. Like I, I don't need your attitude. I don't need your directness right now. Mm-hmm. I, re- I need support. Right. And um, and. Uh, you know, but people that are direct that don't have that supportive quadrant that they can they can pull on at all, they're, they're, they find it difficult. It's like, I, 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 the only way that I know to support you is to shoot you straight. Mm-hmm. Come Thank straight you. at it, tell you exactly what you, you tell me what you need, I tell you what I can do for you. Right. That's best. That's all I can do for you. And, is, that, um, is that challenging for you, being on the end where you need the support not to be as direct and someone's kind of like, kind of giving you what they think you need versus what you actually need. Is it challenging? Yeah. It's very challenging because you 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 at the end of the day you want what you want. Mm-hmm. And um you get to the point where it's like, listen, can you help me or can you not? Can you <laughs> let's right. just, just, just get right down to it. You can either help me or you can't. If you can't help me, right? Because that's what I need right now. Because I need help. I need support. Right. And um and uh, so just being able to get to that place and have the understanding and not take stuff personal, mm-hmm. man, that has been, that's just been life-changing for me personally. Mm. It's funny because like something that you said earlier, and when I, I think the question I just tried to ask was, I was trying to ask it maybe in a different way, but I think you already answered it because it's like the more you learn to introspect and deal with yourself, the better off you are at at dealing with people. So even Mm -hmm. if it's like you're asking someone for help, you've understood about yourself that you can be direct. So if someone is responding responding to you directly, you can distinguish that like they're they're not giving you the help that you seek or they're they're not able to help you in the way that that can actually support you in the moment versus mm-hmm. like somebody might want to come at you sternly like because it, there's a difference between someone 
coming for your neck, so to speak, just because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, Shannon came at me. Now I'm going to come at him mm-hmm. versus like, hey, all right, let's see what's going on. Like, talk me through this a little bit. Tell mm-hmm. tell me about your situation. I want to understand you. And then mm-hmm. giving you like a, a direct like, OK, you can do one, two, three. Let's mm-hmm. just start there. OK, we can't. OK, we're just going to start with one and we're going to work mm-hmm. there. At least that mm-hmm. that shows that there's a, a willingness to understand there. Because otherwise, it's like if if you ask someone a question and they keep responding in the same way and, and they don't kind of want to budge and they're more, if they're more excited about telling you what they want to tell you rather than making sure you're understanding what they're saying, mm-hmm. you having a better understanding of yourself can say, oh, okay, like this, this person isn't, isn't, they don't have anything for me. And it's like, nothing wrong with them just mm-hmm. i'm asking the wrong the wrong person maybe the wrong question or i'm just mm-hmm. this isn't the conversation to be had right now and 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 with me um and, and you you've probably experienced this on on the line this is why i ask questions right a lot because details are important mm-hmm. and when i'm dealing with people and i'm not getting details it creates this kind of fog. Right. Like we talked about before, it's that ambiguity, that ambiguity. Yes. But see, this is, okay. So if you look at the D, the DISC assessment, the DDI, the S and the C, Mm -hmm. what people don't understand, like people will automatically think that I am a D. Right. Because, but my D is not as high as my I and my C. Right. And so, but what people don't understand is that a C or a um what is it in the animal assessment a c is a a turtle a turtle right mm-hmm. so a c and a turtle can become a d or a gorilla mm-hmm. when there's no details when there's right. no like we 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 become way more direct mm-hmm. when there's no systems in place right or there's it seems vague it's like it's not making sense Right. And usually when things don't make sense, it's when people leave out details. Mm, right. Right. And so understanding that, um, just me understanding this, the disc model of human behavior and under, and having a desire to understand how people think, mm-hmm. how they navigate, um, has really helped me to just grow as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that's been over the past maybe two years. Right. almost two, almost three years that I've been able to just one, understand who, understand how other people are wired, mm-hmm. but more importantly, be able to accept how they're wired mm. and then deal with them based on that wiring. Right. Not try to get them to fit into my bag or to my realm or a greatest kind of change and shift that has happened for me. Right. That last part's the hard part, accepting people as they are. Girl, I'm trying to tell you, that's, that's probably one of the, that's probably one of, when we, when Shirley and I use the disc assessment, when we get to that, that section of, of our coaching program, mm-hmm. people are like, oh my God, how, they almost feel like, like, how are you in my house? Like, how are you, how do you know? Because I, I kind of, you know, start kind of, you know, I get some information and I, you know, I, I put us all, usually I put us all in a party mm. or getting ready for a party. Mm. 
And then I, I, um, I, um, I, I put us in a party or, or getting ready for a party. And, and I start describing the, the ways that a particular person might be. And they're like, oh, that's me. Oh my God, that would be me. That would be me. Or they would say, oh, that's you, that you would def- oh, that's how you are. Like, it's like this, <laughs> this, this, this revelation that is happening or this, this veil that is being pulled back. And it's right. like, yo, man, nobody's doing anything to you. Hmm. You're not that deep. You're not that important of a human being. Right. Right. People more than likely are just being who they are. I was listening to, um, I'm a fan of Kevin Hart's uh, radio show, uh, Straight from the Heart on uh, Sirius XM Radio. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to them today um, describe each other or describe how um, each other, they interact. And Naeem Mm -hmm. uh, Lynn, uh, he was, they were talking about they were at, they were in Vegas. They did a show in Vegas. And then, so they were, they were just having fun and, and, you know, enjoying themselves in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I think they were going to a special uh, release part or some sort of party uh, that for Kevin's uh, tequila brand. And, mm. um, and Naeem didn't know where the party was. Mm. And he kept asking about the party. He, and, and look, he wanted details. Right. <laughs> he wanted a time. He wanted a place. He wanted like a tire. He wanted like, okay, what, what, what's going on? Right. Right. And no one was giving him details. <laughs> so he didn't like, he was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, beg anybody for right. So it, it comes off as they didn't want him at the party, but they yeah. all friends, they boys, they like, they so cool. Right. But you have some that are not focused on details at all. Yeah. And Kev is one of those people. And 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 so as a result of that, it creates this kind of place mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable and, and, and questionable with right. amongst people that are that obviously love each other. They're mm-hmm. close to each other. They work with each other. They tour with each other. Mm-hmm. But. Because they're wired differently, there's no way for them to that this it's, it's it's it leaves opportunity the, the the ambiguity and the vagueness leaves opportunity for things for interactions to be misunderstood, you know. And so um, the same holds true. I mean, so you see it in every area of life that if you don't take the time to just understand who a, who you're dealing with, especially if you're dealing with them on a regular basis, mm-hmm. then you set yourself up. For relationship failure, right? Yeah. To, to, for your for your intentions and for your actions to be misconstrued, so it's interesting. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to leave it right there for now, and we'll have to continue at a at a later time. Well, you know, I'm here, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you so much for this time. 